0: What if you gave yourself the chance to have a true charismatic start into the new year? While I'm recording this podcast, we are at the end of 2021 and we are ending a second year of pandemic, a second year of an exceptional situation that turns out to become the new normal at the moment, at least. But what has all of this to do with charisma? Well, it has to do with you, and depending on how you are feeling right now and how you have been feeling throughout the whole year has influenced your level of charisma. It has influenced the way you communicate with other people and it has certainly influenced to which degree you were able to unleash your hidden potential. In this episode, I will share with you three tips what you can do to have an energetic start into a charismatic new year. Stay tuned if you want to know more. Welcome to Charisma Hacks, the show where you get strategies, tools and mind training to learn to speak from your innermost conviction, to own who you truly are and to stand in your full power. I am Ulrike and I am wholeheartedly dedicated to empowering leaders to connect with their authentic self so that they can sparkle from the inside and lead and communicate with Charisma. When one year is coming to an end and another one is starting, we usually take the time and look back. I would like to use a little technique to do this together with you. The technique is called Good, Difficult, Different. So you will have a look back into everything that was good first. And it's important to do it in this order. We do the good first. And then you look back into what was difficult. And then you draw the conclusion. What will you do differently in the upcoming year? So as a first step, I would like you to look back. That you watch out for a situation where you felt that you were communicating with Charisma. A situation where you felt strong from within, where you felt authentic, being truly yourself. Were there key moments where you were able to embrace your true self with all your weaknesses, your vulnerabilities and stand in front of the crowd? by just having a very open and honest dialogue. I'm sure that you had many of these situations, even though you might now have the feeling that there weren't so many throughout the years. The interest of having a true look back into the year is that you become aware of the sheer number of situations where you had this feeling of being one with yourself, a feeling of wholeness that led to a different way of how you radiated and that led to a different way, how you were using your potential. Take a notepad and start writing down the situations. You might see that there are also very small ones, the small moments which you had with family or friends where you feel more comfortable anyway. These moments are important to recognize because they are learning opportunities and you might be able to transfer the Emotions the mindset and the way of being to other more complex situations in the future But only when you create a greater level of awareness What actually happened in these positive situations that you have lived in the past year? once you have listed all the situations and just ask yourself what else what else has happened ask yourself this several times until you get a really long list i want you to find at minimum 20 situations throughout the year where you felt being in the flow where you felt inspiring where you felt strong and confident once you have written down, your at minimum 20 situations. And if you find 50, congratulations, that is great. Then create a second column to it. And into this column, you add why you think this was working out so greatly in this very moment. Was it maybe about the audience, the people you were speaking to? Was this the reason, because you felt very comfortable with these people, they were familiar to you and so you were able to step into your authentic self and to convey your message with conviction? Or was it rather around the topic that you were sharing, because the topic was very familiar to you and you were very sure about everything you were saying because you have such a deep knowledge in this area? Or were you simply in a great mood? Simply. It was just a good day and you had just lived something great before you were in a fantastic mood, you had a fantastic energy and all by itself, like a miracle, everything worked out well. So what was the reason why you were feeling so well in the situation? Why it was going exactly in the sense that you are dreaming of for other situations where it's not that easy? Make a little analysis and then look out for patterns, what is happening most often, and we will see at the end how we can draw a conclusion around these findings. Once you have written down what was good throughout the year and once you have identified why it was good, you move to the other end, the difficult part. And I call it the difficult part because it's not wrong. It was just more difficult. And I believe that this is how we should see when we are feeling weaker, when we don't think that we are at the full height of our potential. We should just say, okay, this was difficult without putting any blame on ourselves, without over criticizing ourselves. Just looking at this from an outside perspective, like an observer who says, okay, that was a little bit difficult. Have a look back into the past year. What were the situations where you were not able to communicate your message? Where you felt that you can't create a connection with the people in the room? Where you felt that your message is definitely not landing, that there's no reaction, no interconnection with people? Where you felt a bit helpless Because suddenly it came back to, oh my God, it's always like that. I'm standing here again and it's not working. What were these situations? And again, I would like you to look into this carefully. Now compared to the first chapter of this little podcast where it was about finding everything that was good, I don't want to push you to find a maximum of situations. That's not really helpful, but I would like you to find the ones that hurt most. The ones where you felt the least confident, pretty helpless, just not in your energy and not in control of the situation. Write these situations down. And then we do the same thing as we did in the first step. You will analyze why it was like that. What do you think? Why was it like that? And look into different areas outside and inside. If you have tendency to rather search for outside reasons like, yeah the people were just not in favor of my project don't forget that there is always an inside reason as well. You might have had the belief even before starting to presenting to them that they won't like your project. And if you believe that well, then your audience most likely will believe that too. And this is what I'm up to with this second section, where it's about the difficult situations of the year. Most of the time we get into these situations with a belief already, with a belief that might be a self-doubting belief, a belief that hinders us to take on the situation with all its potential. So, what I would like you to find out when you're looking back at your year with the difficult situations is that you identify your common beliefs that are mostly related to when it comes to communicating with other people to be more confident, more authentic, more charismatic. What limiting beliefs are standing in your way? These are crucial questions, these are crucial findings. When I do this with my clients in one-on-one coachings, we find out a lot of compelling things just by asking the right questions. Ask yourself very honestly, what did you believe in this situation when it was going not so well? What did you believe about yourself, about others, about the potential outcome? All of this plays a role in how you show up, in how your body language was, how your energy level was, and people felt this immediately. You remember from past episodes, because I often emphasize it, people recognize body language in milliseconds, they get a lot of messages from you even far before you have opened your mouth to say your first word. So these beliefs are playing a role, they are in the room with you. And they are arriving at the recipient's end, if you want it or not. Now, once you have identified a list of beliefs, and there are certainly quite a few ones, maybe you have even more beliefs than you have situations, that would be totally normal. Because in one situation, you can have several beliefs playing a role there. Beliefs about yourself, beliefs about the others, beliefs about the topic of its own and the situation of its own. Now, once you have listed all of these beliefs, you might be a little bit shocked. You might think, oh my God, I have all of these limiting beliefs. But this is an eye opener as well, because it helps you to understand what is happening when situations are not going the way you wish them to go. And then you can move on to the creative part, part number three what will you do differently next year and what I think is absolutely crucial here and is building on the findings of what was difficult this year and this is that you take a conscious decision a determined decision that you will let go the beliefs that were hindering you to show up to your full potential in the past year can you do that Can you just have this commitment that you want to let go these beliefs? You will let go these beliefs. And if now you feel, oh, I can't do that, ask yourself first a little trick around it, a mental trick. What is your commitment level? Are you committed to letting go these beliefs? On a scale from 1 to 10, how committed are you? And if you can't answer this question by saying, I'm committed to level 10, I'm fully committed, 100%, then ask yourself, what would I need to go to the 100%? If you say I'm committed five points out of 10, hmm, not really much, isn't it? Do you think you'll get there? I don't think so. You need full commitment to change things inside of yourself. They're not changing from all alone but they're also not that difficult to change if you are committed a hundred percent. So the first question for next year is really, what do you want to achieve? Do you want to become this charismatic leader standing up for him or herself, being proud of you, feeling recognized, seen, listened to, leveling up your professional and personal profile, because people will realize you when you enter a room. If you want to achieve that, the first thing you need to do is commit yourself to make the necessary changes. And with this episode, I gave you a little tool on hand. I gave you a possibility on how you can determine, identify these limiting beliefs and they play a big role in whenever you try to be more charismatic. So take them now and commit to the fact that you will let them go. Now, when I speak of letting go, this sounds like a very soft, nearly passive exercise, doesn't it? But letting go is far more powerful than pushing away. We have tendency that we want to push away negative feelings and beliefs that we don't like. If you want to worry less, you try to push away that worry. And by this, you focus even more on it. And when you focus more on it, you give it more energy and it's getting more and more difficult to push it away. Instead of doing this, take a step back, a little bit like in exercise two, I I said that as well. Try to step out a little bit, step back and look at yourself like an outside observer. When you feel this limiting belief popping up and now you have identified them, you can see them coming, believe me, when they pop up. In your mind, make a step back and say, hey, I see you. You're here, the limiting belief. Ah, there's a second one. I know you as well. I would like you to go away now. Just let me alone. I have something else to do, and I will move on and focus on what I truly want to achieve right now. This is a different mindset, and you will no longer be the victim of your limiting beliefs. It takes exercise, absolutely. Any mindset shift needs a lot of exercise, a lot of experiential learning. Try this out in a situation. And if you want to make it more concrete for yourself, then I would recommend watch out for the next situation where you can use this knowledge. What is potentially the next bigger situation than you see coming? Maybe when you get back to work in January. Maybe you're listening to this episode at any other time of the year, and that doesn't matter because it applies anytime, anyway. So, when you identify this new situation, be very mindful about what are your beliefs that might pop up, watch out for them, and let them go. You acknowledge they're there, but they don't play a role. What plays a role is what you want to convey, how you want to feel, the emotions that you might have prepared. Because in other episodes, I explain how you can mobilize inner resources and how you can step into these situations with a totally different energy. So looking back to your year is a nice exercise to understand how you can make a shift in the upcoming 12 months compared to last year. And if you want to track down if this was helpful at all, well, I'm afraid you need to wait for another 12 months, potentially. Because what you could do today is that you rate your level of charisma, how charismatic you think you are, and you rate it from 0 to 10. And from 0, obviously not charismatic at all, to 10, extremely charismatic already. So you rate yourself somewhere there, and then you do the same thing in 12 months from now. And you will see, what have you done to shift this to a higher level? And was it successful? Did you make a change? Was there a positive evolution? And if not, you can go through exactly this episode again and do it all over and have a look into the reasons why. I wish you anyway a fantastic new start into the new year, fantastic projects, and that you can accomplish them with your true self by standing in your power and by communicating with charisma and by this showing all the potential that might be hiding inside of yourself. All the best. Thank you for listening to Charisma Hacks. If you want to level up your profile and become a charismatic leader able to communicate, engage and motivate in an inspiring and authentic way, you've come to the right place. Subscribe now to this show or reach out to me and get more strategies, tools and mind training to sparkle from the inside.